It's April 9th, 2020, and this is the Architecture Geeks podcast. I'm Larry. I'm Matthew. And we're your friendly neighborhood architects being geeky as we want to be. Well, once again, guys, we are podcasting remotely because we are going to be stuck at home through the end of April at least. I think I may be getting a bit stir crazy. I don't know about you. How are you doing? I... I'm doing just fine. I, well, that's right. You're loving this, aren't you? <laughs> I see. I I think of this as uh, like I'm an introvert, and this is forcing everybody else in the world to be introverts like me. So we're doing okay. Welcome to my personal world. Yes. So there's no there's no FOMO. There. I mean, I'm just like everybody else is doing the same thing I am. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Have Have you guys been still going to the park and stuff? Yeah, we go for walks. We try to steer clear of the park because the kids now have gotten to the point where they're old enough that they recognize, oh, this is something fun that I can climb on. Oh. So they immediately make a beeline for it. And if they and if you keep it out of sight, they don't throw a temper tantrum when they don't get to go <laughs> on it. <laughs> wow. Well, that makes sense. I can say that, though. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, so um, uh, it's was April 10th. So so the architecture, the AIA, the American Institute of Architects um, National Conference was supposed to start in a month, which, of course, like everything else, they've postponed or canceled. As they probably Um, should. They probably should. Um, But, uh, you know, when back when I was still going, you and I got to talking and. I decided not to go this year um, just for cost reasons, Um, even though it's going to be in LA, which would be pretty cool. But um, um, what we're going to, what we thought we'd do for the podcast um, this time, guys, is actually um, because of that, because of the, the cost of going to conference, we've decided we thought, we we thought might be good to talk about what it's actually going to cost for you to be an architect. Or if, if you're hiring somebody, what it actually costs for your architect to just be an architect. It sounds kind of wonky, but because I don't know that you ever think about what your doctor, you know, what it takes for your doctor, but um, anybody in sort of a professional position, I'm sure has something similar going on. I I know Faye has to keep up with her continuing education credits just like we do. I, in fact, she gets more mail than I do <laughs> being an accountant. Here, here's here, take my online uh continued continuing education credits. Yeah. And, and we just have to recycle them cuz she gets them all through her office, but Oh yeah. No, I I get it. It's it's, you know, luckily James doesn't really have to do any of that, so that's pretty good, but Anyway, so we thought, guys, we thought we'd start with, you know, just cost of being an architect and and really the first thing out of the gate, because I don't think most people think about this, is just the cost of going to school, particularly because you you nowadays are required to have a professional degree. And for most colleges, that means a master's because you, you have a master's, right? I do. I uh, went to a uh, I, we'd, I went to a six year program. So uh, I guess for background there there's two types of programs that you can do going through architecture school there's a five-year program uh and a six-year program it just depends on the type or the the school that you go to uh my program just happened to be a a six-year program well and and did you actually graduate in six years yes oh you did yes wow well you just suck (laughs) 
<laughs> well, <laughs> there were there were a couple of professors who, who who tried to set me back a little bit, but uh, summer school was able to catch catch things up. Yeah, I, I I you know of course did the did the long way around uh, for things. But so I only have a four year degree, but. <laughs> You know, you think about it, six years of college, unless, you know, your parents are paying for your way completely through or and you have just a ton of scholarships. I think, you know, most of that ends up like nowadays, everyone comes out with a lot of loan debt. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I, I went and finished the last two and a half years of my degree. I think I walked out with maybe $20,000 in debt. And that Something was back like when that. school was affordable. <laughs> back, yeah, back when school was still cheap. But but I I mean I know I know somebody who who had gone he decided to go back to get his master's degree and he ended up spending forty grand. Oh wow. Yeah, and, and well because he ended up having to quit work, so he was living off of you know whatever student loans plus I think he you know dumped money out of a, a IRA or something that he had so. But you think about it, the way school's costing, can can you really afford to do anything in one fell swoop? Well, and and it's it's not only can you afford to do things in one swoop, but also what is the kind of payback that you can expect once you initially graduate? Because I know uh, like doctors and lawyers who who have a similar and, and even accountants who have a similar level of upkeep with their their professional careers similar to us you know their starting salaries are significantly higher than a starting you know just your starting architecture intern because that's yeah. where you, that's where you have to start too yeah yeah well that's that's true um yeah james is one of james's employees right out of college was i mean like the the for his very very first job was like fifty grand right out of the right out of the gate, and this is you know probably six or seven years ago, um, and he was almost like, well, when do I get paid more? Shape <laughs> so is like, I think you got a ways to go, Bubba. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So so you know, it's just 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 to be an architect. So you start with school. And then once you graduate and you start, you know, studying and you start taking your exams, um, that's when things, you know, that's, I think that's probably your first real big shock post school is just what it's going to cost you, you know, to, to, to do your exams. And, you know, when I took it, it was nine, I think, yeah, nine sections at like 190 bucks a pop. Yeah. And nowadays it's 235 for six exams, but that's not even including any uh, retaking anything. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And and uh, unless you're unless you're you know just really super genius, um, or maybe maybe just regular genius. I don't know. But I took one section three times. And I took another one twice. And I know you've taken you you retaken a couple of exams, didn't you? I did. I, I took, uh, I retook one of mine uh, three times. I only pass it on the third try. Third time's a charm, but yeah, um, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, that that that's that two thirty five that everybody's paying these days. It, it it really hits you every time you you say, okay, let, I'm going to try it again. Oh, I'm going to try it again. Well, <laughs> there's another two thirty five down the drain if you can't pass it again. So there, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of pressure there. Oh yeah. Well, you know, to, to the other thing I think is, you know, um, you know, 
not just the tests themselves, but getting yourself ready for the test. How much money do you spend getting ready? Oh, there's an entire market based around testing materials. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I've, I've, I've had some of those and, and seminars too. the, the uh, Thaddeus seminar yes. on structural engineering, all the structures exams. I'm like, Oh my God, if, if, and it was two days of just mind numbing intensity, but worth every penny. But I'm like, Oh my God, that's another, you know, 250 bucks going out the door. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. So it's, it's, and it's funny. It's, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's that weird thing of I have to do this. I have to do this. This is what part of you know getting to be an architect is about. I have to do this. So you just sort of take it all in the teeth and know that it's going to come out great at the end eventually. But on top of that, so so to even take your tests, you know, you, you're required. You know, you have to do your um, what they call your intern development program. But to do that, you have to have what's called an NCARB certificate. And that's the National Council of Architecture Registration Boards. And yes, it's as boring as it sounds. But um, you actually have to, you go through them for your IDP. Um, and you end up having to pay fees to them. To maintain you know, to maintain the ability to even test, you have to, oh yeah. you have to pay NCARB to, to even maintain your ability to test. So oh yeah. there's the test themselves, and then on top of the test themselves, NCARB has its own little structuring, uh, the structure that they have to maintain. So then you have to pay them for the for the privilege to even fail. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, okay, I want to take my exams. Okay, give us some money. Okay. Okay, now pay, pay the testing center money. Okay. Oh, good. Now you're an architect. Once you, you've gotten your, your license, now give us money every year for this amount. Mm-hmm. Um and and I am an architect without an NCARB certificate. Now, what does that mean? Well, you know, I don't really know. And the interesting part is they cannot find me in their system. Huh. Because because I I mean I I did the IDP and then you have to do it through NCARB. So they should theoretically have all of my information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't. So <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I was on the phone with them. They're like, no, we can't seem to find you in here. I'm like, oh, this is one of those times that I'm, I'm think I'm going to be really glad that James doesn't throw anything away because 10 bucks says my IDP stuff is still in the filing cabinet in the office. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I might be able to find a certificate number, or at least to start. And it's one of those things that, that it sounds you know, it, it doesn't sound like it's a big deal, except if you want to work in another state as an architect, they usually require you to have an NCARB certificate so that you can have a reciprocal license as an architect. You know, I, I can I can work in Texas all I want to, but then I get into another state and it becomes an issue. So, yeah. So um, then NCARB governs the, the transition of licenses between states as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, and of course, and then once you get to the state, you have to pay their fee. Um, of course. One of, the archi- one of the architects I know in Ohio, he has uh, licensure in 30 states. Oh, my gosh. I hope the firm. Re- <laughs> oh, no, he, he, owns the, he owns the business. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So it's coming out of his pocket, you know, I'm like, oh, that's just crazy. But uh, but yeah, so so of course once you once you've done your exams, you've you know you paid your money to NCARB, you know, and you know this because you just got licensed. The next thing that happens is you've got to pay for 
your license. So, you know, and, and you just got licensed last year, right? Yes. Uh, well, so your first year is free. <laughs> well, not technically free because you just spent all that money on tests. <laughs> well, well and, and, and a caveat here that we know that it's free in Texas. Oh. It may not be free elsewhere. That I hadn't even considered that. Because I, I know that, you know, fees for other, other things, uh, like, like our, our annual renewal fee in Texas is actually, it's gone down since I started uh, working as an architect. Um, so that's been kind of nice, but, you know, that's the fee in our state. And I think there's some states that they have a two-year license. So it's a different, different, different amount. So it's going to vary from state to state. So yeah, um, you know, that first year you could be free, but somewhere else. I see. I'm still new to this whole process. So th this is, this is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> news to you. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and God forbid you should ever actually have your license lapsed because um, yeah, that gets kind of expensive. Who do they have to back date? Oh yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll fine you for letting your license, not renewing your license. Oof. So yeah. Yeah. It's kind of tough. Um, and of course, you know, um, you're an architect now, so um, I don't know. Have, have you joined a, a AIA yet? No, I haven't. Um, and and I think a lot of that just depends on the the firm that you're with, whether mm -hmm. they'll they'll pay those dues or not, <laughs> because that can get fairly expensive as well. Oh yeah. Oh no. I know. It's it's. Have, have you received anything from AIA saying, "Hey, please join"? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure I have. I just either ignored it or or just haven't opened them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and that's not not bad either. But uh, like so, this year, and this happens every year. So so for listeners, you know, the American Institute of Architects is the national organization. Um, you don't have to be a part of it. You're not required to. Um, I think people still feel there's some cachet to having the letters AIA after your name, uh, because then you know you're an architect. Uh, <sighs> yeah, no, it sounds stupid, right? Sorry, but I, just just for just for clarification, <laughs> AIA doesn't mean you're an architect. <laughs> well, I know, I know. Well, but you know, but but I mean, you know, for for me to see it on my on my card, yes, you know, yes. yes. In my head reaffirms that the fact that I am an architect. That's so, true. So there, stuff it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, but my my dues this year, oh my god, they were like almost a thousand dollars. I about fell over, and I thought, oh, you know, this is this is getting to be insane. And it's you know, it's, it's your national, state, and local, so it's covering all parts of it at least. But yeah, we got that, and I'm like, every year this thing just goes up and up and up and it's just driving me crazy. I'm, I'm, ex I'm expecting we will top a thousand dollars next year. Um, just, just because we you know with the, with the slowdown in the economy, I'm sure you're going to have to have people dropping out. Um, you know, they need to maintain their budgets like everybody else. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but you know, it's, and, and, and again, you know, the, the state and local costs are specific. So there's a base national fee. And then if you're in another state, your state and your local chapters will have their own fees. Something that I think that I don't think it was Texas used to do, maybe national. Um, 
But it used to be that you would pay another $35 for every person in the office, essentially. You would have to pay, and on top of the regular fee, an additional fee for the other architects. Okay, but kind of just registering them under your umbrella. Well, no, because they'd register themselves. But as the firm owner, you would get to pay for you know a, a specific fee for these other people. Okay. It was, it was weird, and I, I don't remember why they were doing it. So you know, it's it's just one of those one of those odd things. So yeah, so so you know, ultimately, I mean, it's it's about I I like being a member. I think there's a, a certain collectiveness to it. I guess I don't know, um, and so I'm willing to pay the money. But you know, you get that bill at the beginning of the year, and you're just like, oh, why don't you just shoot me in the head? <laughs> So, you know, get, get ready for that if that's something you decide to do. Yeah. No, I, I'm still debating the, the merits of it beyond because I know that a lot of people use the, their AIA membership for uh, you can get base contract, uh, AIA uh, contract documents that, you, that are useful in, uh, in, 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 in your daily, daily business. I know that there's, there's continuing education credits and um and good networking opportunities just within the club but beyond beyond the the continuing education and the 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 contracts the the standard contracts that architects use i'm not sure what value they're providing well well and i think i think like any other organization you know there is that aspect of you're going to get out of it what you put into it you know, That's if, true. if you're if you're going to be a member, look for the opportunities that are there for you, and that goes with any organization. Um, we tell people that at the uh, North Texas LGBT Chamber that it's the same thing. You know, the chamber's here for you, and we have programs that you can take a benefit in or not. It's up to you. You can be as involved as you want to be. So you've got to kind of figure that out, you know. And and that sort of brings us back around to to talking a little bit about the conference because. You know, the national conference for me, I think, is is a, it's really an experience. Um, and I've gone in the past and I've really enjoyed it. Last year in Vegas was a little bit hectic, but for various uh, reasons. And apparently New York was really hectic because they were splitting it between three venues due to the, con- uh, the Javits uh, Convention Center in New York being under construction. But for the most part, it's, you know, it's, it's really not that hectic and, and it's fun and you see a lot of people and there's a lot of classes and stuff. But um, again, it's one of those things that gets expensive. And, you know, you don't have to go to national because there's always a state and um, state or regional conferences, too. So there's always that opportunity if you want to do something like that. So how much were the costs to go to the national convention this year? Uh, well, <laughs> um, just base costs, the early bird registration was 670 bucks. Jeez. Yeah. So there's that. And then airfare and then hotel and, and the, and the, the base registration fee is just what it says. It's a base fee because there are other things that go on during the conference that are additional money. And I think I figured out by the time I did my base registration, two events that I, one I had to do, one I needed to do, and hotel and airfare, it was going to be almost a two grand ticket. And that's assuming I didn't want to do anything else. You know, and that's just, that's not, not, you know, 
paying for dinner, paying for cab, paying for, you know, whatever. It was just to get to the conference. And then you're not even, and, and then you have to take time off to do that as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that as well. So you're, you're in that position of, well, now, and as a firm owner, okay, now I'm away from my office. And that means I've got three or four or five days where I'm not getting any work done. So then, so the lost opportunity costs. Yeah. On top yeah. of that, so oh my gosh, you're you're, if you were to put a number value, that geez, that's put that's north of at least three four thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I try not to think about that when I go. <laughs> I just love, I'm gonna go. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna enjoy it. Um, you know, last year in, in Vegas, James went with me, so we stayed over. So you know, in addition to what the normal hotel cost would be to go we stayed a couple of extra days just to have some extra fun uh, it's vegas you can do that vegas you can do that and you can do it 24 7 but yeah but you know it's the other thing too is i think it's nice is you know you can do more of a regional conference because most most areas will have you know either state conference or regional conference um i know up in the the midwest it's uh, indiana kentucky and ohio Usually it's Indiana and Kentucky doing a conference together. And then I think Ohio um, will join like every other year. There's something weird like that. So for them, they have one conference that that reaches out to those three states and it works really well. But like Texas is its own conference because there's just so many people who show up. Uh, I think we're the second largest architecture conference behind the national conference. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's, there's a cost associated with it. Last year was, you know, I think it was last year. Yeah. Last year it was, it was almost 500 bucks to go. And that's just for, for, again, for conference registration. Well, and that's not going to get you into the, any of the seminars or, or continuing education or anything like oh, no, that. No, it'll, it'll get you into the continuing ed stuff, but uh, okay, you're, you're, yeah, but you're going to get stuck paying extra for other events like anything else. So, yeah. So it's, 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 you know, again, it's part of that whole being part of the AIA and, you know, is it really worth it? And, you know, is it worth going to the conference? Is it worth being a member? Uh, and again, I think it's, you have to make the decision. What am I going to get out of it? What's going to be the benefit to me to sort of make that decision? And and you'll figure that out as, as you, as you start moving along. But, but again, you know, it's, it's, you, you don't, when you're in school, you don't think about these kind of costs. You don't think about what is it really going to cost me to be an architect. And, you know, this is annual. You know, this is happening every year. But but once you become an architect and you start, you know, getting involved in things, suddenly things, the money starts to add up. Yeah. And I guess it could get kind of tight, especially when you're still a baby architect. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, that's the other thing, too, is... is you know, yeah, by the, hopefully by the time you're licensed, you're, you're making okay money, but you know, are you paying back student loans? Are you, um, you know, rent car, whatever else? Um, it, it, it is, it gets to be a bit much. And of course, then you have the whole idea of upkeep because, you know, you're doing this every year. You're, you know, having to renew your license every year. You're, you know, get, keeping your in-carb certificate up to date. You know, if you have to pay to go do some CEUs, I mean, it's, it's, it is oddly enough until, until you and I decided to do this podcast, I hadn't really thought about how much money (laughs) I do probably haven't either. No, I just assumed it was part of the, 
part of the gig, I guess. And 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 to some extent, I I had always assumed that uh, a fir- the firm or the the whatever job I had, the they would help cover some of that cost as well. And, well, and 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 yeah, it varies. I mean, some firms do, some firms don't. So, you know, you're kind of stuck with that. But but ultimately, you know, the, the big question, I think, is it worth it? You know, we, we ask ourselves at the end of the day, after we spend all this money, you know, as, as much as it costs to be an architect, is it worth it? And um, I mean, I'll say yes, because, you know, obviously I have my own own practice and I've been doing this for what feels like a really long time now. <laughs> and of course, you're just starting out. So, you know, I, and and you like what you do. I, I know you do because you know we've talked about it. You like yep. being an architect. Um, so you know, I think if you were to ask both of us, we'd tell you, "Oh yeah, it's totally worth it." So from the experience of, oh, I'm an architect. Just the amount of work and the amount of effort that it takes. Like you, you will pay that just just because of all the effort that you've gone through to call yourself an architect <laughs> yeah i i have killed myself for the last six years i am not quitting at this point yes yeah and yeah. there's nothing to be said for sunk costs but you know i might as well see it through <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh well well, so yeah, so so guys, if you're if you're not an architect and you're listening, just think about this. The next time you think about hiring an architect, these are the things that 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 we've done, and these are the costs we incur. So, you know, when someone looks at our fee and goes, "Oh my gosh, it's so high," it's like, no, no, it's not. It's what it's taking to to do what we need to do for you. Yeah, you're you're not you're not paying me. The, for the five minutes that it took to draw the, the or the hour or the hours that you're not paying me necessarily for the hours that it took to draw this, you're paying me for the experience and, and everything that I had to go through to do this. Oh yeah, completely, completely. Yeah. I, I you know, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know that people think about that. Like even with their doctors, you know, you don't, you know, you, you just pay your doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, well, um, I think that's, I think we've probably rung that horse out about enough. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I think we're probably 50 or $60,000 in the hole already <laughs> <laughs> on this particular subject. Uh huh. Yeah. So, anyway, well, guys, thanks again for listening. Um, we hope everyone's really doing okay, you know, being sort of holed up, and hopefully soon we'll all get to wander out into the street again. I will say, I've, I have been, taking more walks around the neighborhood. And um, I actually just wrote, wrote up a blog post about, you know, just about walking really about what, what I've come across as I've been walking around the neighborhood. So uh, you can find that at the big gay architect blog and see what that's about. But I am pretty much ready to be done. I don't know about you. See when I, I, I go on nightly walks with the dogs and I enjoy looking into people's houses and, and seeing what, what what's that's all about. So I could do that forever. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, well, and, and I'm just, for me, it's been interesting because I'm going down streets that I haven't gone down in a while. So you get to see what's been happening. Um, and there's been good and bad, but, but you know, it's, it's nice to be out of the house and hopefully soon we'll all be wandering around like, like we used to do. Huh? Oh, well. But anyway, um, hope you guys are doing okay, and maybe come back here in a week, and you'll hear from us again. So 
I think with that, we're going to check out and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.